the wellness revolution starts now. Hello, I'm Dr. Steve Hotze, and welcome to today's program. Are you fatigued? <clears throat> are you fatigued when you get up in the morning after sleeping all night? Are you fatigued during the day? Are you fatigued at the end of the day? Do you find yourself wanting to take naps or not have the energy to go out and be involved with your children or grandchildren's life or just sitting around like a slug? Are you sick and tired of just feeling sick and tired? How about your mental sharpness and mental focus? Is it good? Are you able, are you on top of your game? How about joint and muscle aches and pains? You have any problem with that? How about bowel function? Is that good or bad? You get recurrent chronic illnesses. You seem to get sick easily. How about romantic moods and inclinations? You have difficulty with weight. Do you have a problem losing weight? Gaining weight? Tell me about this. Do you have any problem with loss of the lateral third of your eyebrows? Do you have an enlarged tongue? What do you mean by an enlarged tongue, Doc? Stick your tongue out in a mirror and look. If it's modeled across, the, like, uh, like, a pan, like a pie crust would be modeled, that means it's enlarged and it's grown against your teeth. Uh, these are signs of a condition I'm going to talk to you about that causes your underlying fatigue. What about dry skin or hair loss? Yeah, look at me. I've got hair loss right here. That's male pattern baldness, my friend. It's not caused by what we're going to talk about. But in women, we see very commonly uh, with this problem we're going to discuss today, we see hair loss. The hair will fall out. How about a, how about a low body temperature, cold sensitivity, cold hands, cold feet? Ladies, do you have problems with menstrual irregularities? Do you have problem conceiving? Do you have problem carrying a child? All these are signs and symptoms of a very common problem, and that problem is hypo or low thyroidism, hypothyroidism. Now, the thyroid gland, which is in your neck, shaped like a butterfly, produces thyroid hormones, two primarily, T3 and T4. T3 is a thyroid molecule. Think of the hand as the thyroid molecule and the three fingers as iodine molecules. That's T3 and this is T4. This is a thyroid molecule, thyroid molecule with four iodine atoms. Iodine is in, is uh, is part of the thyroid molecule. You've got to have iodine to make thyroid. So people that don't get good thyroid in their system due to poor uh, poor diet or living in areas of country that have low iodine tend to get goiters. That's an enlarged thyroid gland. The thyroid gland is trying to enlarge to produce more thyroid hormone because it's not producing enough. You don't have enough iodine to be making it inadequate amounts with a small thyroid. So the thyroid gland produces thyroid hormones. The thyroid hormones are secreted into the blood. 94% of the thyroid hormones your body makes are T4. That's the inactive thyroid hormone. The active thyroid hormone is T3, and only 6% of your um, production of thyroid hormone is in the form of T3. You say, well, if that's the active thyroid hormone, why don't we make more of that? That's because the thyroid hormones are secreted into the blood where they don't do anything. They have to enter the cells. 
in the cells, there's receptors for your thyroid hormones. And your cells receive the thyroid hormone, T4, the inactive thyroid hormone. And there is an enzyme within the cell called deiodinase. D means removal, iodinase. of It's an enzyme that removes iodine from the thyroid hormone. So it deiodinizes. Ah, it takes T4 and turns it into T3, the active thyroid hormone. Ah, that's what activates your power plants in your cell. And your cells have power plants. They're called, if you'll remember from high school biology, mitochondria. Those are your power plants. Just like we have power plants in cities, whether nuclear powered or coal powered or gas powered, that produce energy that gets converted to electricity so we can run all our machinery and all our equipment, our lights and all that. We've got to have electricity. So in your body, your body has got to produce adequate amounts of electricity in your cells so all the biochemical reactions have energy so they can operate. You've got to fuel those biochemical reactions. And if your biochemical reactions function well, then the organs function well. The brain, the heart, the liver, the spleen, the lungs, everything works well if you've got good energy production within your cells. To have good energy production within your cells means your metabolism is going to be increased. Your metabolism is going to be at a rate where the body can function in a manner that's healthy. So you feel healthy and well. So you've got energy, vitality, and enthusiasm for life. That's the way you want to be. So thyroid hormones are critical of that. I like to explain it like this. Thyroid hormones are like spark plugs. Think of an eight-cylinder car. You've got eight spark plugs on it. If any of those spark plugs don't work, one or two don't work, and you're running on six spark plugs, so instead of running on eight-cylinder engine, now the eight-cylinder engine only has six cylinders working, that car will crank up and work, but it runs rough. And it can't get up to optimal speeds. It can't, it can't function uh, it, in an optimal level. You've got to replace the spark plugs. Well, the thyroid hormones are like spark plugs inside your power plants. They initiate the production of electricity within the cells. Now, other things are important to that. Vitamins and minerals are very important in the production of the energy. You have to have the right vitamins and minerals within what we call the Krebs cycle. Uh, and the Krebs cycle is where your body converts nutrients that you eat, takes the vitamins and minerals out of that and the, and the, uh, and the uh, energy molecules out of that, and it converts that to electrical energy. So you have higher voltage. When you have higher voltage, you become a live wire instead of being, you know, like an old slug, you know, low energy, low voltage. So the thyroid gland produces thyroid hormones, which govern your body's metabolism. Now, most conventional doctors don't know how to diagnose hypothyroidism. They think you diagnose it with a blood test and they'll get a blood test. And the blood test will tell them whether or not your thyroid level falls within a wide range of normal. And this is how they decide what the thyroid hormone, what is normal. The labs decide that. The doctors don't. They produce uh, lab ranges. And this is how it's done. They take all the lab tests that were done in the last day or two days, tens of thousands of them, and they get, them, they get a mean. They get an average. And then they add two standard deviations to that average. That's a statistical term, a standard deviation. And when you go 
two side two standard deviations on either side of the of the mean or the average, that incorporates ninety five percent of the people. So they say that's the normal range. So it's as tall as the Empire State Building, wide as the Grand Canyon. So here it's this tall. And if your thyroid hormone was up here at an optimal level, but now 20 or 30 years later, it's dropped down 30, 40, 50, 60%. It still falls within this wide range of hormones on the bottom level. Well, if thyroid hormone is what governs your body's ability to produce metabolism and energy, what do you think happens when your thyroid hormone level drops from being in the 90 percentile down to the 10 percentile? How much energy level do you think has declined? 60, 70, 80 percent. So you're running sluggish. But you go to the doctor and goes, oh, yeah, blood test is normal. I think you're just depressed. So we're going to put you on an antidepressant. You can't sleep well. We're going to give you sleep medication. I know you're a little anxious. We've got some anti-anxiety medication for you. And your joints hurt. We'll give you anti-inflammatory. And, you know, we might throw something else in for your gut as well, a little antispasmodic for your gut. And and uh, we'll give you an anti, uh, we'll give you some other antidotes as, as you need be. Of course, you're going to need some more antidotes because all those have cause side effects. You call, you call back and say, doctor, these ter- are terrible. Oh, I got another pill for you. So what happens is that you go to see the doctor for symptoms that are related to a decline in your natural thyroid hormones. But guess what? He doesn't recognize that as a problem. He he said he thinks you got to you, you're low on drugs, so he's going to give you drugs. Drugs are toxins. You got to detoxify them. They're detoxified by the liver. Toxins. You can't poison yourself to good health. Why anybody thinks I can give somebody a toxin and get them healthy? I don't understand that. I don't believe that. My dad taught me and taught me the night I graduated from uh, medical school. He had a banquet for me, and at that banquet, he turned to me uh, and said, "Son," I said, "Yes, sir." He said, "Son, don't poison or don't poison your patients like all the other doctors do." Do you understand me? It wasn't, it wasn't a uh, request. It wasn't a recommendation. It was a command by my dad and that planted a seed in my mind. And I saw over the years doctors poisoning their patients with these drugs. And, it was, it was, and that's why I went into a surgery uh, residency and then into emergency medicine where I could deal with problems that w- could be fixed right away that weren't primarily um, – long-term problems that had to be put people on all kinds of drugs. So I never gave antidepressants or any anxiety medications in any of my practices. And it wasn't until 1989 <coughs> that uh, I decided to completely transition my practice into natural approaches to health. And it took me several years to kind of flush all the uh, indoctrination that I had received from conventional medicine on the use of drugs out of my system and out of my mind so that I could look at people and understand what was going on and get the root cause of their problem and solve their problem. And one of the biggest and most important things I learned was about hypothyroidism, the unsuspected illness. And Dr. Broda Barnes, highly recommend you get his book, Hypothyroidism, the Unsuspected Illness by Dr. Broda Barnes, written in 1970. I was encouraged to read this book by Dr. Dick Mabry, who was a uh, colleague of mine in the Pan American Allergy Society. And when I read that book, he told me I had a lot of patients in my uh, practice who had hypothyroidism. I said, I do? Yeah. He said, read this book. And so he taught me about how to diagnose them clinically based upon clinical symptoms. And here at the Health and Wellness Center, 
your doctor, where your doctor may have told you somewhere, oh, your thyroid's right, but you have all the classical features of low thyroid, rather than giving you some psychotropic drug, some sleep medication, some uh, anti-inflammatory drug or any other kind of drug, we give you a therapeutic trial of natural thyroid. See how you do. Start you on low doses and bump it up. Also, fatigue can be caused and is caused when there's a change and decline in hormones, both in males and females. So not only do we address underlying thyroid uh, dysfunction, cellular dysfunction with thyroid. Remember, the problem in, r- routinely is not due to low production of thyroid, although about 28% of our female guests and about 18% of our male guests make antibodies to their thyroid gland. That's called an autoimmune thyroiditis. So that's a big problem that occurs in society that go- often goes unrecognized. We check that in every one of our guests. So autoimmune thyroiditis, you're make- your immune system making antibodies to your thyroid gland adversely affects your thyroid gland ability to produce thyroid hormones and your body's ability to utilize them because those antibodies can bind to the thyroid hormones and they can't get into the cells properly. Your your women, your female hormones and the balance of your female hormones has has a direct effect on your cell's ability to utilize thyroid hormone. In males, your testosterone has a direct effect on your cell's ability to utilize thyroid hormone. So not only do, when indicated, do we replenish thyroid hormones using small subclinical doses, gradually increasing to a level, and we follow the blood work, we check your blood work, making sure we stay within the range, but we find a level of thyroid hormone that helps you get in a more optimal range. If your range is this wide and you were here when you were younger and now you're down here, we want to raise that range up. Keep it within the keep it within the blood range within this wide range of normal. But instead of being down at the bottom of the range, it gets you up towards the top of the range. That's what your metabolism goes up, and this is the same thing we do when we utilize female hormones. We balance out the hormones in women as they march through their menstrual life, and we also replenish males using testosterone. And um, men, just tell you what, testosterone can put a tiger back in your tie. Can make you feel great give you initiative, assertiveness, sense of well-being, self-confidence, moods, goal orientation, drive directiveness, decisiveness, and analytical ability are all dependent upon your cell, your ability to produce and utilize testosterone men. Notice those are all brain functions. It also helps with mus- muscle tone, muscle mass, cardiovascular function, romantic moods, and inclinations. So this is, this is a primary reason we see individuals having fatigue, low thyroid, intracellularly, low levels of their natural hormones, both in males and females. That would be estrogen or progesterone in females and testosterone in males, and also adrenal fatigue. So people that have chronic allergies or chronic pain or uh, that, that causes adrenal fatigue, the adrenal glands make adrenaline, that's for fight or flight, Somebody pull a gun on you, get a wreck, your adrenaline goes higher. Before a big game, your adrenaline's all pumped up. Chronic stress, chronic pain can cause you to produce low levels of cortisol, which is your natural uh, hormone that helps you overcome stress. But if you're stressed out all the time or in chronic pain, your adrenal gland is pumping and it's like an old muscle that kind of wears out and you don't produce enough cortisol. So a little bit of cortisol can, can be very beneficial in helping you overcome your uh, 
the stress factors and the pain factors and the allergy factors, and that's been a that can be that has been a godsend in numerous patients. So, fatigue can be caused by decline in in underutilization of your natural thyroid hormones, your natural female and male hormones, and your adrenal hormones. And we address those here at the Hochi Health and Wellness Center. So if you want to get on a path of health and wellness naturally, you want to get your energy back, you want to be, uh, you want to have vitality, you want to have enthusiasm for life, please give us a call at 281-698-8698. It's on the screen. And call up, and we'll be glad to send you a copy of a book. I've got Dual 180. How to Take Charge of Your Health. It's a simple little read. You can read it in 30 minutes or an hour. Hormones, Health, and Happiness, or Hypothyroidism, Health, and Happiness. Just give us a call. We'll be glad to send you a copy of this book free of charge. We won't bill you for the uh, for the shipping. I want to send it to you because I want to educate you. I believe if you read these books, you will be convinced that you need to get your, you need to take charge of your health, invest in your health, so that you obtain and maintain health and wellness naturally as you mature. Well, thanks for joining me today. I look forward to being ha- uh, having the opportunity to meet you when you come in to see us here at the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center, and I wish you every success in your life. At Physicians Preference Pharmacy, we understand that the quality of your compounded medications directly affects the way you feel, which is why we believe that your pharmacy should specialize in compounding medications while also delivering extraordinary hospitality and guest service. We believe that both patients and prescribers should accept nothing less than consistency and quality from their compounding pharmacy. This is why we've implemented some of the strictest quality standards in compounding, exceeding standard requirements, achieving PCAB accreditation, which is the Pharmacy Compounding Accreditation Board, an organization that sets the highest standards in compounding pharmacy regarding the safety, cleanliness, and quality of your compounded prescriptions. Because of our commitment to complete health and wellness, we are dedicated to making your medications free of lactose, parabens, artificial sweeteners, and any unnecessary dyes, binders, or fillers present in many other medications, offering you the cleanest products possible. Information provided on this program is neither intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice and is not intended to replace the services of a physician, nor does it constitute a doctor-patient relationship. You should not use information from this radio program to diagnose or treat a health problem or disease without consulting with a qualified health care provider. If you have or suspect you have an urgent medical problem, promptly contact a professional health care provider or call 911. Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution advises you to always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified health provider prior to starting any new treatment or with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Any application of the recommendations from this program is at the listener's discretion.